Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dialogue to Destiny. Our goal is to engage in discussions that lead to personal and systematic change. These conversations can broach subjects that some may find offensive. It is not the intent of Dialogue to Destiny to in any way offend. Our intent is to encourage open dialogue so that collectively we can all move forward. Don't make a sound, fix your crown, you talking to the gods. But trouble down, but now we rising up against the odds. Look behold the two olive trees. It's real light in their darkness. If you wish, just bloody rivers and the plagues with the blood. Get wind from the spirit in the upper room. The heavens fill them gamma rays. A higher power to the signs of the one the crop. Twelve tribes, you the going first. Not the whole earth. I'm in the script of story. He said unto a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and also that nation whom they shall send. They will go out into an alien land. They will enslave them and oppress them as for one hour of the impious age. But of the nation whom they shall serve, I am the judge. What I told you, what your tribe will encounter in the last days. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dialogue to Destiny. Um, we're going to be doing a, a series on different faiths and, and um, doctrines that kind of help to shape the uh, black community and, and our beliefs. And today we're going to be discussing uh, the, the Israelites. And we're joined by um, Dawid, who is a member of the Israelite faith. And he's here to kind of give us a historical understanding and, and just some of the beliefs and doctrines that they that they seem that they tend to follow. Steve and I'll be asking some questions and um, trying to get some more clarification on some of the questions that some of the people in the audience might have. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to turn it over to Dawid. He's going to give us he's going to talk for a few minutes and just kind of let us know what it is that that he believes that his uh, his faith stands for and and how they interpret the the Bible. So go ahead, Dawid. Well, greetings, grace and peace. Thank you for having me, Doc, right. Dak and Brother Steve. Uh, I'm Dawid, and uh, I'm an Israelite. My faith is uh, found in the Bible and the scriptures. And uh, the majority, well, is Israelites believe that they're the descendants of the children of Israel in the Bible. Okay, so when we read the New Testament and the Old Testament, Everyone, all the prophets, all the kings, the apostles and disciples, they were all Israelites. Okay. And the Messiah, he spoke in Luke chapter, I believe, 21 and 24, um, that the descendants, that it should, it should be great uh, trouble like none, none ever, right? And that they shall be led into captivity into all nations and shall be driven by the edge of the sword. OK, he was talking to a particular people and also um, Deuteronomy 28, uh, the curses 15 through 68 are perpetual signs throughout all generations that will be placed upon the children of Israel. They will be. The tail, not the head. They will be the borrowers, not lenders. Um, they will go back into Egypt or the land of bondage again by by ships and be sold as bondmen and bondwomen, and no one shall be able to buy them out of that situation, okay? No one shall redeem them. 
Okay, and we believe that we fulfill all the prophecies from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Um, there's no other nation or the people group who have been led into captivity by the edge of the sword into all nations. We've been scattered to the four winds of the earth, four corners of the earth, as the scripture tells us. And um, that happened through the Arab slave trade during the time of the uh, Muslim conquest when it started roughly in the sixth century AD. And also, uh, not, not, not including, we're going to include also AD 70 when Jerusalem was destroyed. And then it just progressed. The black Jews, the Israelites, who were in the land of uh, Israel at the time, Jerusalem, went deep into Africa. They fled into Africa, and roughly 1,200 years to 1,500 years, that's where they were at, in a place called Negroland. Uh, Northern Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa, the Congo area, and down into like South Africa, but mainly in West Africa. And during the time of the Inquisition, there were many Jews by historical uh, records that, that we have, many books, a uh, book by John Ogilvy. He has two books written in 1671 and 1671 called America. It's a long title. You can find it online, John Ogilvy. And uh, one called Africa, and then also the, the Jews of Spain and Portugal. There are several other books as well that can be found. Um, I have a lot of it online uh, that, that can be downloaded, free PDF download on my website. I can share it with you, straightstreetwork.com. But during the time of the Inquisition, the, the main subjects were the black Jews during that time, that they were being expelled from all the European nations, uh, Spain and Portugal, France, England, and they were taken and abandoned by ships. A plague broke out. A plague broke out uh, during that time around the Inquisition, and many of them were taken, the children were taken, and left in West Africa. And from there, uh, many of their descendants were there in that same area by the millions, mm -hmm. where they settled uh, almost a thousand, over a thousand years since AD 70, and from there, they went through the transatlantic slave trade. And they were sold into the, to, to the nations, the four corners of the earth, mainly uh, South America and North America. So we believe that we're the people today. Um, we're waking up like the scripture has told us, prophesied. We're waking up. We're coming to uh, back to our faith, back to the covenant, back to the Torah, and also in the faith of our uh, Hebrew Israelite Messiah, Yahusha, who the world calls Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. All right. Um, trying to see what I want to jump in because you gave us a lot of history there. Um, I heard you say in the Old Testament and the New Testament that they were all Israelites. Now, we know that Paul was Roman citizen. Yeah. And more than likely Greek father, right? A Greek father? Yeah. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not sure about that one. Okay. Um, so, and then we know that the gift of the Messiah brings even Gentiles into relationship. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. If we go to the Deuteronomy 21, or excuse me, 
29 and read the first verse and then we probably went to the ninth verse and went to the 15th they talk about a new covenant sealed with an oath mm -hmm. and i know that some of the hebrew israelite faiths understand new covenant as part of the things that happen in the new testament mm -hmm. okay so with that being said it would be more of an inclusionary thing instead of an exclusionary thing more inclusive and less exclusive when you talk about salvation and people coming to. Now, I'm not sure if there's a messianic belief that comes with this or not, but we know that there's a new covenant coming. If we even went to Jeremiah 31, 31, 31, 31 through 34, it talks about these new things happening, mm -hmm. this new covenant. And if it says something about Israelites, this isn't for you. And I'm, I mean, you exclusively when I say that. It's not for you. It's for those to come. For all of us. For every, right. All mankind. For, well, for the believers. Because yeah. we know all mankind ain't believers. You know, mm -hmm. some of them work for a different organization. You guys got a different boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just wondering where the disconnect. Because my faith comes from the origin of yours. If I call myself Christian, but that makes me what? A Messianic Jew, right? You can say that. Yeah, right, because that's where it comes my everything comes from Judaism. Mm -hmm. Well, um Clear it up. Clear, uh, clear it up for me. No, clear Judaism it up. is, you know, um it's also a religion, uh Abrahamic uh religion, but we're not we don't we don't prescribe to the Judaism the Judaism religion okay. um it's more of the Israelis Zionist Jews sort of belief many of them don't even believe in the Messiah at all they still waiting right they still waiting this this is the uh the foundation of Judaism they don't believe in the Messiah and they study from the Talmud and uh Babylon that comes out of Babylon and a lot of them, you know, if you read the Talmud, it talks about how uh, the Messiah, our Messiah, is burning in hell. You know what I'm saying? In, in hot excrement. So it's, it's kind of like blasphemous, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. just to be straightforward. It's blasphemous mm -hmm. and uh, it's not um, based on the totally scripture. Now, there are Messianic Jewish people out there mm -hmm. um, who claim the Torah believe the Torah, follow the Torah, and in and, and good faith, I believe. But they're they're just not the people of right, the right. book. They're not they're not the original inhabitants of Jerusalem, so of no Israel. So they're not no descendants matter, of Abraham. So no matter how much I say I'm six foot four, blonde hair and blue eyes, it ain't true is what I'm hearing, right? They're not descendants <laughs> of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They don't come right, from right, Jacob. Right. I'm just I'm just trying to add some clarity to that, mm -hmm. you know. Now uh you mentioned you mentioned about um the new covenant in Jeremiah 31 29 Deuteronomy okay. 29 okay you okay we, and, but I mentioned 31 31 as well yeah okay um and I'll just read it says uh 31 31 it says behold the days are come and says the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house Judah, of Judah, Judah. so okay. that's both kingdoms right the northern kingdom and, and the southern, southern kingdom, kingdom. The northern kingdom was were taken by the Assyrians mm -hmm. in roughly 700 uh, BC, mm -hmm. 
and they were scattered. They went back into, I believe they went back to Africa after that and uh, settled uh, in a place called Negro Land, Sub-Saharan Africa, and the Most High divorced them. I believe in Jeremiah 6, he talks about that he divorced Israel mm -hmm. because of their harlotry, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And then when the Messiah, the new covenant comes in, when the Messiah, he shed his blood for the new covenant, he was, this covenant for the house of Israel and Judah were being um, uh, reestablished, okay? So he was bringing back Correction. Israel. Yeah, he was bringing back Israel. After he divorced Israel, he was bringing Israel back into the fold. That's the other sheepfold because Judah was never divorced. Judah was still in the land, was still under the covenant, still was practicing, practicing law, statutes, and commandments. Mm -hmm. But Israel became like the Gentiles, and the kingdom became like the Gentiles. So a lot of the New Testament, when, when Paul is talking and speaking, he's uh, talking a, a lot about those Israelites who did not come into the faith just yet, who have not heard the message, uh, who was not in Jerusalem at that time, but were still scattered, sprinkled about, just like some of the, uh, the southern kingdom were still um, scattered amongst the uh, Greeks and other Gentiles. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean that the other nations who believe in the Israelite Messiah keeping the laws because there's one scripture says that there's one law for the homeborn amongst us and also the stranger okay it's one face one mm -hmm. baptism for all of us so it's no different we all have to go through the same way all right mm -hmm. and um so they can they can come like other nations the strangers as the bible calls them they can come into the commonwealth of israel as well but we have to be able to sift through and be able to understand what is the true messiah the true gospel versus the false one okay because many people believe in the messiah and, and go to church and things like that but they're not in the truth the father mm -hmm. seeks those who worship him in spirit and in truth mm -hmm. okay so it's important that we have truth, the spirit of truth, and not have uh, a false religion or idol worship and something that's been infused and meshed with the paganism that's been around for centuries. Well, let me take things in a, in a slightly different direction. I mean, I now from what I understand about the Israelites, you guys believe that that, and I think you even talked about it a little bit that the um, the true Israelites are descendants of, of, of Africa, right? So what is your understanding of how it is that Israel is pretty much a, a white nation at this time? What, what happened to, because I think that the world looks at Israel, you know, Israel or Jew, Jewish people as, as white. Mm -hmm. You know, where, where do you think that, where do you think that that changed and, and how did that change? Because if we're the if we're God's, because from what I understand in your teachings as well is that you 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 guys believe that the covenant was between God and and His chosen people. He he was he was actually talking about what you understand the Israelites to be, right? Yeah. So how is it that 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 the world views Israelites or not Israelites but the Jewish people as 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 white people? Well, it's it's part of it's part of. Uh 
the deception. The Bible says that, you know, Satan has deceived the world pretty much. And uh, it goes back. We got to go back a little bit in history and read from like the Apocrypha um, and the uh, book of Maccabees. You know, it talks about how um, the heathen sought to paint their images Okay, so it was happening a long time ago where the heathens in the book of Maccabees, I believe chapter three, uh, I don't know exactly where it said we can get to it, but uh, that the heathen thought to change the images. So they were they were beginning to the Greeks were beginning to wash the whitewash the images of the prophets and apostles before Christ, before the Messiah even came. And then later in history, uh, we have where uh, some of the Edomites were forced to become Jews in the land at that time. You know, this was in, before Christ during the time of the Maccabees. So um, if you read in the Maccabees, uh, there were some Edomites who became called Jews, called themselves Jews. So when Christ did come, you know, uh, it's, it's also in Josephus too, a historian. You can read about jo Josephus who explains this as well. But, uh, during that during the time of a uh, Mashiach and the Messiah, when he was on earth, the ruling party that were over the Israelites were Rome and Edom. OK, King Herod was over. He was an Edomite. You can look up um, King Herod. He was an Edomite. He was over the uh, the uh, providence of uh, Judea by mm -hmm. the Romans at that time. And a lot of the Pharisees also that was in the ruling class who were the religious leaders at that time, they were. They were uh, Edomites, uh, uh, blended in. They were part of that that same nation. Uh, later on in history, we uh, we have uh, historical records of uh, Khazars. Okay, it was a place called Khazaria over there in uh, by Turkey, Europe area. I believe it was the uh, uh, Caspian Sea or something like that. It's on the map, Khazaria. Well, in roughly 700 A.D., uh, there was a king, um, uh, forget his name, Bolar or something like that. Um, he was in the middle of a conflict between the Muslims and the Christians. And he had to convert to either or, but he decided to convert into Judaism. So he, he his whole kingdom converted into Judaism at that time. And the Khazarias, who were a Turkish, a Han mixed type people, European in nature, uh, 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 ethnicity, they became Jews roughly around 700 A.D. And, and, um, and that's where the Ashkenazi Jews come from today, that 90 percent, uh, 95 percent of those who call themselves Jews today, the Jewish people who are of a fair, pale skin, come from that conversion that took place in uh, Eastern Europe and from there they began to migrate more into uh, Western Europe and and, uh, and parts of Spain and things like that. So that, that was a conversion that happened roughly 700 AD. You can find there's a bestseller books out there by uh, Shmolo, uh, 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 I forget his name, it's what it's called The Invention of the Jewish Nation, the Jewish People. There's another book called The Thirteenth Tribe by Arthur uh, Kostler. Uh I believe that he probably was uh, assassinated for, for his book, but 
Muslims, even people of the Jewish nations like Shmolo Sand, he teaches at Tel Aviv. And he wrote a bestseller book about the invention of the Jewish nation. And all the information and the documented, you know, research is in there of this conversion. I have a book um, in, in, in my files that's roughly around the 11th, 11th century, you know, A.D., that talks about the Khazars and how they converted from a, from a, from a, 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 I believe, a black Jew that was in uh, Spain during, a, during the 11th century. So... That's when the, the fair-skinned, Caucasian-looking people became uh, Jews during the uh, 7th century. So the whole uh, whitewashing began to take fold uh, even more uh, during the Renaissance period. You know, Michelangelo, Leonardo, all those guys began to do, do more whitewashing because if you look at a lot of the images we have today, there's even more... Uh, uh, images with the original color of of the people like the Russian icons you know it's a lot of even in Jerusalem in churches and assemblies in, in Jerusalem you go there and they have the uh, a pitch original paintings and portraits of dark skin dark skin melanated Hebrews and Jews so hmm. it's a it's a deception yeah, because I'm all, I find myself always having that discussion and getting in arguments with people about that. So I, I've always been kind of curious, you know, as to as to how how it transformed, in, you know, from what you're saying to to what it is that we see today. A lot of the history that you don't get will show you Jewish, uh, you know, Israeli Israeli or Jewish practices in communes back in Africa, especially on the Horn, that go back many 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 years just like christianity you know some of the i want to say the first black churches i mean the first uh christian church is built in africa uh-huh. when you look over there so you know monotheism you know the belief in one god has been something that's come up out of africa for a very very long time which is a strong belief of mine i know but why don't why don't we hear that here the modern day Jewish people referring to themselves as Israelites. You know, I don't, I mean, that's a term that I don't think anybody, you know, anybody actually calls themselves except for, you know, people in, in, in Dawid's. Well, you got to remember, they were enslaved people too, man. And some people have, uh, some people were enslaved physically and some people are enslaved in their mind. Yeah. The, uh, who was enslaved? The Jewish people? Israelites. Oh. Say, Israelites, you know, there was a slave that was I mean, is there around. a difference between a Jewish person and an Israelite, though? Yeah, see, the... Um, you know what I'm saying? The Jewish, you know, we can look at the the prefix ish, you know, childish, Jewish. It's pertaining to, it's like, it's like-ish, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not really it, but it it is like it, you know, in a way. Yeah. You know, um... But, uh, you know, the scripture talks about, um, like, like here, um, there's, it's, it's like, read the, we read the Bible like precept upon precept because a lot of our Hebrew writers, our prophets, when they were writing, they were writing on the anointing, on the, they were inspired by the, by the spirit of the Most High. So they were 
given what to actually write, you know, and a lot of times when you read the scriptures, you you know, you can take it paragraph by paragraph. You can mm -hmm. read the whole thing to keep it in context. But a lot of times as well as is, is, uh, dual prophecy, double meanings, he's talking, uh, he, they're talking about in the context of where they're at right now and to a future generation. And then the most high, I noticed through the scriptures that um, it may be just one line or two lines that may go over people's head for purpose so that they will be reading but not understanding and comprehending what they're what they're reading and i'm looking at it as as though that the most high was intentionally doing it kind of like to uh leave throw curveballs at at those who were the scribes during that time because a lot of the jewish people uh uh, uh back in the day like the masoretic text you know in the masoretic text uh, roughly around the 1110 and 10th century, 11th century, there's a, there's a lot of errors in that. That's, so I go back to like the Greek Septuagint and Samaritan Pentateuch and, and read some of the Old Testament scriptures that don't, don't have as many uh, errors as the Masoretic, you know, uh, scriptures have or the text, the, the manuscript. So there's a lot of curveballs being thrown because our enemies has been ruling the world and has been subjecting us to you know persecution slavery being at the bottom being at, you know uh, of the totem pole everywhere we we are in, in the world and uh, with the religious doctrines that's been pushed upon us mm -hmm. you know it's it's uh it's a form of slavery as well but when we come into the truth and we understand who we are that we are the people of the book and that the covenants and the promises are pertaining to us, when we read the scriptures, we're we're picking up the hidden messages, the codes. Like, oh, it's hitting us. Like, like uh, for instance, like Deuteronomy. I read a couple of them. Uh, Deuteronomy thirty-two sixteen. It says they provoked him to jealousy with foreign gods, with abomination. They provoked him to anger. They sacrificed to demons, not to God. And uh, and then it's down here it says in verse 21, it says, they have provoked me to jealousy by what is not God. They have moved me to anger by their foolish idols, but I, but I will provoke them to jealousy by those who are not a nation. Okay, so the Israelites, the Hebrews, were always uh, worshiping false idols, Baal, going to foreign gods and things like that. Asher yeah, the Asher poles and things like that. So, this was written a long time ago. Even though it's in Deuteronomy, it still it, it, it's 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 relevant for today because it has happened. He has, you know, he's looking at when when the Most High is talking, he's looking throughout all generations, and he's looking at in, as a, in, looking at us as individuals, and he's also looking at us as a body of people as one nation, like the whole nation going to slavery. Joseph went to slavery by himself into Egypt, but rose up. And then the whole nation also going to go into slavery. You know what I'm saying? So all of us, so he's speaking on different levels. Mm -hmm. So even though it was written in Deuteronomy, what's happening now with the, with the awakening, a lot of us, when you see Israelites on the streets that's in different camps, they angry. They, they angry. They've been lied to. And there's people saying that they're them, 
uh, claiming that they're them, but they're not. So they're being provoked with jealousy and provoked to anger. So that's what's coming out, the fulfillment of scriptures. When people really get it, and these, these young guys like myself, they be, be woken up, some take it hard, you know? And then also in um, Revelations 2 and 9, Revelation 2 and 9, he, he is like he's, uh, you know, that's one of them curveballs that, that I told you about here. Revelation 2 9, it says this. It says, uh, he, said, I know, he said, I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. So he know our works. He knows that he's talking to, to, to uh, the people. He said, I know your works. I know your tribulation, but you're rich. I, and I know the blas blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. So he said, I know your tribulations, and I know what you're going through, and I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews but are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Now, I'm not saying that the Jewish people, everybody's been lied to, everybody's been deceived. But there are a, a, a elite people in the earth that's called themselves Jews today who owns most of America, you know, pretty much all of it, both sides of the political spectrum, the Republican Party and the uh, Democratic Party. All of them have to answer to uh, the Jews, the media, the, uh, all the major corporations. They own that, and and the, the teaching and the doctrines that's being taught in the education uh, system, the department, and the governments, all of it comes through them. You know, they and uh, I forget what the Arthur was or, or, or the quote come from, but he says that to find out who is ruling over you, find out who you can't criticize. Okay, so as soon as you talk about uh, uh, Jews or you say anything about that, they call you anti-Semitic. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then they, you have to apologize. You get, you get expelled from whatever you're doing. You get kicked out. Okay. You lose your contracts. And you, you go sit down and you got, you go get reeducated. You know, that's what happened. Revelation three nine, and he goes in again with one of the most cur curved balls. He says, "Indeed, I would make." Those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Okay. Now, all the scriptures, the prophecies, there's still a lot of prophecies that's yet to be fulfilled. He's going to gather us from the four corners of the earth where we scatter. We can go to um, Ezekiel. We can go to Jeremiah, Isaiah. We can go to so many different scriptures that has yet to be fulfilled yet in the Old Testament. Okay, they, they're working together. It's, they, it's, a, it's a continual, you know, the, the, the red thread is going through the whole book. If we just read the New Testament without getting a proper understanding with the Old Testament as it relates to it, we, we will be lost. And if we don't know who the people are, we will be even more lost and confused. Definitely. I definitely agree with you. Another thing that I'm big on is not by, you know, not small bites of scripture, reading your way into and out of a verse. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you can throw your own curveball mm -hmm. by reading 
just verse 9 and not reading that entire paragraph, that entire section. Because, you know, you might have a chapter that's broke up in two or three. So I think sometimes it's important for a reader to get a fuller understanding Mm -hmm. to read that whole thing. I hear a lot of Christians saying that, you know, read into... But nobody asks, you know, when, when it comes to the Ten Commandments, you know, as far as what I understand, you know, the, the important stuff starts at the First Commandment. It doesn't, you know, no one is asked to read, you know, the Scripture leading into the Ten Commandments and following the Ten Commandments either, you know. See, it be, because, I don't know, I mean, I, you know, when it comes, like I said, I'm probably, I'm the layman at this table, you know, I ain't no, 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 so no, no spiritual or, you know, I'm so not. So am I. No, you're not. I mean, you know a lot, but what I'm saying is I know um, something. <laughs> but the thing is is you know, you know, for for me and from the outside looking in when it comes to, you know, different religions, you know, I do. I hear, you know, cuz I I kind of like what he said about the Old Testament because anytime I get into a discussion with 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 somebody that that calls themselves a a Bible scholar or a Christian, Everything that they, anytime you you throw out issues like like the 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 the, the verses or the, the the scripture regarding slavery and all this and you know that's in the Old Testament, you always hear them say, "Well, that's the Old Testament." Like like almost as mm-hmm. though they're discrediting the Old Testament no, when a see, lot of the stuff that we deal with, as far as the Ten Commandments and all this stuff, is Old Testament too. Right, and you're absolutely right. You know, when you say the Ten Commandments, you started at one, didn't you? That's right. Okay, you started at the beginning of them. Oh, you started at the beginning of those commandments. I, but when I say read in and out, you got to read in and out of that chapter. You can't just snatch one bite. You know what I mean? You, I, you, I agree you, with you. you. Right, and, and that's so they can have a fuller it's, understanding. This is a suggestion. Right now, he's hitting highlights. He's highlighting, which there's nothing wrong with it. I understand the man as a reader. That's how me and him get to know each other. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I know he's a studier. This is suggestions for people that are watching. Yeah. Don't jump up, snatch this verse, and start banding around because this man pointed this verse out to you. Read in, have a fuller understanding. Yeah. And scripture supports scriptures. You right. gotta have the like old two testament. or three witnesses. You know, when you grab a scripture, you you, you go to another book and it, and it has to be supported with another scripture. And then also, I studied the apocrypha. A lot of Israelites, we believe in the apocrypha. The apocrypha, fourteen different books that were in the sixteen eleven edition. Uh, the Roman Catholic Church still have it in their Bibles. It was in the mm-hmm. Geneva Bible. It wasn't until recently, you know, roughly the eighteen hundreds or so forth that the apocrypha was taken out and most I've never been in a Christian church I've been a Christian for like 20 years before I came into my heritage I'd never uh been to any church and I, I've ministered I wrapped at different churches no one talked about the Israelites no one talks about Israel slavery stayed away from race and um uh, and 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 definitely you know what I'm saying didn't go to the apocrypha now a lot of like he said the, the when you read the paragraph, it's, it's several different dimensions in scriptures. You can take a paragraph or take a whole chapter and you exegete a text. You go line by line, line, line by line, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also go precept by precept and you, and you support scripture with uh, scriptures scripture. to back it up. And when we talk, when we're just talking about slavery and things like that, see, a lot of our history has been hidden because we don't uh, study that when the Arab slave trade which were uh, conducted the by vicious. the Muslims. It was, it was most vicious, uh, but it was also 
uh, put upon the same people that went through the transatlantic slave trade. It was Bantu uh, Hebrews. Okay, the transatlantic slave. So we went east in one direction, and west in one in another direction, and it all came from one head. The tabernacles and the tentacles kind of like spread throughout mm -hmm. through these religions from the Roman Church. Uh, Revelation 17. That's my understanding is the mother of all harlots and I can back it up and things like that. But yet these other religions come from out of there. Like Islam, I connected Islam to the Roman church. I connected Christianity, the whole uh, whitewash, the, the uh, replacement theology that we have today. Replacement theology is, uh, for those who may not know, replacement theology is where you take a, the concept or the, the theological perspective what the scripture was intended like to a certain people and you replace the people with uh a a universal uh title like church and you include everybody in there you change the doctrine you change the images you change the message and you put the people who were originally the uh the the recipients of the covenants you put them at the bottom and then you enslave them it's vicious it's vicious. So the only thing we're doing is, you know, the truth as we see it and me personally see it, it may be harsh to some people. It was harsh to me. I cried when I first woke up. I cried. Snot came out my nose. You know what I'm saying? I was angry. Every I went through so many different emotions. But at the same time, I had to still, I had to come out of that and let, let myself be settled. Okay? Now, something else I want to mention about you know, uh, okay, the Jews, the Jewish people today, they are in the land. How did they get there? They not, that's not a fulfillment of prophecy. They came from the north, straight from uh, Germany or whatever like that, okay? Mm -hmm. Mainly, all right? And that happened through uh, an agreement with the, the Rothschilds, who call themselves Jews today, the Rothschilds UK and America, called the Balfour Declaration, okay? It was a Balfour Declaration, and they supposed to have been the tribe of Judah coming from Germany and going into the Promised Land, okay? And we have a lot of people in Christ Christianity and these religions, you know, say, bless Israel. If you bless Israel, these prophets, televangelists, on TV, bless Israel. God is, you, is, is doing an awesome thing with Israel, and everybody looking at them as like they're the time clock. But they don't feel no scriptures. So when you say that... People don't go to you talk to some people and they don't go to the uh, Old Testament at all. Mm -hmm. All the the Old Testament scriptures is talking is still relevant today. It tells you how the tribe of Judah and Israel is going to come back into the promised land and what's going to happen. And I can pull out probably like seven of them just off the top of my head and they didn't fulfill not one. It doesn't match. Like, for an example. Ezekiel chapter 20 this is still prophecy it hasn't happened this didn't happen through the Balfour declaration in, in 1948 okay it's, and I'll read from uh, really quick here I'm, I'm going to read from um, 33 it said as I live says the Lord God surely with the mighty hand and with the outstretched arm and with fury poured out will I rule over you Okay, he says with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with fury poured out, he's going to rule over us. That it sounds like something uh, powerful. 
a great splendor, okay? Mm -hmm. Glorious, like, oh, he's, God is going to move. And this, it goes on to say, he said, I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you are scattered with a mighty hand, with an outstretched arm, and with a fury poured out. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples, and there I will plead my case with you face to face. Just as I plead my case with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so will I plead my case with you, says the Lord God. So this is the coming back into uh, the fold. This is uh, the Lord God, Yah, doing a wonderful work, gathering his people that they're scattered in all these nations with fear poured out. And he's going to bring them into the wilderness of the people and he's going to plead with them face to face. Like as he pleaded with their forefathers in the land of Egypt. That's what he's saying. And, it, and I'll continue really quick. He said, I will make you pass under the rod and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. I will purge the rebels from among you and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the country where they dwell, but they shall not enter the land of Israel. Then you should know that I am the Lord. Okay. So that this didn't happen during the Balfour Declaration with the Rothschilds. We didn't see a... a Power, powerful hand of God moving and gather people from uh, where they were scattered and plead with them in the wilderness and go into the land. So if, if, if the people right there call themselves Jews and Is Israelis or whatever like that in the land right now, so we have a problem then because he's going to still get his people scattered so they still scatter whatever like they bring them to the land how come they just can't go there right now it's the gates is wide open you know what I'm saying they have the right by the nations and un and whatever the case may be to go into that place it's not going to take a mighty hand of god to do that it's going to take a mighty hand of god to get the real people out that's in bondage that's that's at the bottom of the total pole in the ghettos who don't know who they are okay it's going to take god to get the real people out let me let me read another scripture real quick hmm. I'm going to Jeremiah uh, 23. Here's another one right here. 23, verse 7. Therefore, now, matter of fact, I'm going to start from 5. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah shall be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now, this is his name by which he is, will be called the Lord, our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that they shall no longer say as the Lord lives, who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. But as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north country and from all the countries where I had driven them and they shall dwell in their own land. People are not, people have not forgot about Egypt. It says, surely if people will say, they won't say as, as long as surely as the Lord lives who gathered the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but the Lord liveth that got the children from the north country and from all places that they were scattered and they shall dwell in their own land. So, this saying that it has to be something so profound that it makes you forget about the first exodus. Like, whoa, hold on. That first exodus wasn't nothing. Uh, uh, Moses going through the Red Sea and all that, splitting it up on dry land. This right here says 
this is this is going to make that just pale in comparison. All right. Shall I continue? I was wondering though, like, if, if now what version Bible are you reading from? Is that King James? I can read from. Yeah, this is this is a new King. This is new King James. No, I, I'm Caesar just curious, right but here. I, you know, because my thing is, is like, um, you know, if, if if you're if you're reading scripture right from the Bible, why is it that why is it that even the the members in black churches find what what, what the Israelites believe? as offensive you know what i'm saying if you're coming straight from the from the book that they that they get their beliefs and well why would that be offensive to to people that that are, i mean are are, are so-called christians and well, what part world? of well, what part of it do you think is offensive to christians that's what i that's what i'm asking i don't well, know i mean you made a claim no, i'm just I asking mean, you to justify we, the before claim before we started you were you know like you were saying that some of the people at your church well you know like like you know found some of what david might might talk about there was some of the edgy no it was a men's group that we're part of i never exclusively said my church at all there was there was people uh, men within the group that were uncomfortable with some of the things that were that were that were said but you'll find that a lot of what he says parallels with a lot of the black church most of the men that were there that I won't even say that most of the men there, the one or two men that were upset were men from outside our community, put it like that. All right. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, I I, I don't know. Uh, you know, many people were offended when the Messiah spoke as well. And, but, you know, there were thousands that were following him. You know, he, he broke bread, you know, uh, multiplied the fish and loaves. And when he began to, you know, tell them that, hey, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you know, you can't, there's no life in you. You can't have nothing to do with me, you know. And his crowd went from thousands and to bare minimum. And by the time he got to the cross, it was John and a couple of women there. So a lot of people thought what he was saying was offensive as well. And, um, you know, you know, they say truth is the new hate speech and cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I people do people do get offended. I, I believe that just come with ignorance and and uh, uh, all, lack of understanding. Said all the apostles died but one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One only died in natural causes. And then and then, you know, there is there is some Israelites out there who. Who will make you get offended too? Because the, the way they preach, the way they share on, on some on street corners, you know what I'm saying? They curse you up and down, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to talk about them a little bit too, because I know my experience. You know, like I said, I got very little limited experience with with you know Israelites, and I know there have been a couple times where I've been you know in different cities even, but I know downtown Minneapolis they would post up on corners sometimes, and and you know you would just hear them. Like, like, you know, if, if, if someone came up, you know, of a different race or a different whatever, but they called themselves Christian and they had a question, man, it would just be just just attack mode, mm. you know. And, I, and I've always wondered, like, why, you know, what is it that they think can be gained and, and, and how do they feel like their message is going to be heard by even, you know, other people that are just standing around listening to what they're saying? How do they think that's going to draw people to 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 their 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 belief? 
to sit there and just and just you know just tear people up like that, man. You know, but dude, does the are the Israelites? Do you guys consider yourself sovereign? Because I know you and I have had conversations before about like government and and voting and politics and stuff. Do you, you do mean you, like you mean like sovereign, like establish ourselves as a as a, a nation? Yeah, a nation within a nation. N- no, I don't. I don't. As far as uh, doing all the paperwork and everything like that, um, I'm 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 just waiting for you know to be honest. I'm just waiting for this kingdom, this these these nations to just crumble, man, and 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 that the Messiah come and establish his kingdom on earth. And I believe we're getting close to that time with the way things are happening and, you know, how our line of prophecy was today, you know, and the 400 years that's spoken about in Genesis, you know, is pertaining to us, you know, uh, I can, you know, dissect the scriptures and uh, uh, anyone have uh, uh, something to say, any viewers, you know, that think that the 400 years was in ancient Egypt, it wasn't, you know, the 400 years that the Genesis uh, was talking about is the so-called african-americans today i can read it it's in genesis chapter 15. Yeah, let me hear that because I, I had never heard that okay in genesis chapter 15 it says then he said to abram no certainly you know abraham the father of the faith yeah. he said then he said to abram no certainly that your descendants will be strangers in the land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years and also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. And afterwards, they shall come out with great possessions. Okay. So there, is, there are some who would like to say that the 400 years was in Egypt, that the Israelites were afflicted in Egypt for 400 years. They weren't even in Egypt, for, uh, but for max 215 years. Okay. So they were, when we read the, uh, uh, Exodus chapter 12, Exodus chapter 12, and it tells us uh, here, this is, this is something about the Masoretic text that I was saying that uh, there's a lot of errors in it, but you have to go back into like the Greek Septuagint, uh, even the Dead Sea Scrolls, the, uh, the uh, Samaritan Pentateuch and such. Now, in uh, Ezekiel 12, 40, it says, now the sojourn of the children of Israel who lived in Egypt was 430 years. Okay, so that one say 430 years, but it only says the sojourn of e- uh, uh, the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt. And the uh, Greek Septuagint, uh, Samaritan <clears throat> Pentateuch, and those earlier manuscripts that predates the uh, Masoretic text by a thousand years almost. Right. It includes Canaan. Okay, it says the sojourning of the children of Israel who who sojourned in the land of Canaan and in Egypt was 430 years. All right? And then also uh, Paul talks about it in Galatians chapter 3. Josephus talks about it. Um, but they were in Canaan from the time of um, Abraham when he first received the covenant to uh, uh, Jacob and the 75 entered into Egypt was 215 years. But from when they entered into Egypt 
to Mount Sinai when the, when the law was given is another 215 years. So it's 215 plus 215, 215 in Egypt, 215 sojourning Canaan is 430 years. So it's 430 years from the time of the of the uh, covenant, the, first, the promise to Abraham to the time that the law was given was 430 years. But the 400 years of affliction in one place is America. So he was talking about us in Genesis. Well, <laughs> What do you think of that, Steve? Let ride with it. No, I mean that. See, to me, that just—I don't but know, see, man. That interpretation, see, man. I, see, I, I, I read from the book. That's what I read from. And me and him it got an affinity for one another because I do read outside of the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Me and him, he's like, dude, you know about the library? Yeah, I know about the library. He even looked at me like, what are you doing reading that? You know you ain't supposed to be off over in there. But I go and I learn, I learn truth. But I've chosen my faith. And when I come out of my skin and speak on behalf of the Most High, I speak from there. I have I speak, a oh, go ahead. No, I, I just speak from there. I have a video on my YouTube called uh, "The uh, Israelites: The 400 Years of Affliction Is America, Not Egypt." It's it's almost like 90 to 100 thousand views on it. Um, it's on my YouTube, but in that video, I break down uh, other scriptures like the Apocalypse of Abraham that expounds on this Genesis book. Okay, and, and the intro. That I the, the video intro. Yeah, I'm. I that's I'm. T I'm quoting Genesis chapter 15 and the Apocalypse of Abraham. That's that's in the pseudepigraphal book, and that's why I say, um, Know for surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and shall afflict them for 100 years, and also the nation, I shall judge. And they, afterward, they come out with great exceptions, and they will go into any land. They will enslave them, oppresses, oppress them as for. Uh, uh, an hour of the impious age, but the nation whom they shall serve, I will judge. Okay, so in that video, I break those scriptures down. I think I broke down the letter of Jacob, which is in the pseudepigrapha as well. Let's talk about um, that we shall come out of slavery in, uh, in the in the, in this fourth age, the fourth kingdom that we're in. It doesn't say Egypt. It says uh, by by the Egyptians. It say by Edom, by Esau, grandchildren. Okay, so it, it, it makes a distinction between Egypt and where we're at currently. And it, and it parallels with the Genesis uh, 15 through Abraham and the Apocalypse of Abraham. And then uh, there's a video I included at the end of that that breaks down the ages, the age of the people. And I, I had the Masoretic text on there against the, uh, the Greek Septuagint, the uh, Samaritan Pentateuch, Josephus, all that going against what we just read about um, uh, bet different between Egypt and Egypt and Canaan and all that their ages and how it's impossible that uh, that the age could because we have the lineage all the lineages and ages of them during mm -hmm. the time Joseph was what uh, I forget how Joseph how old Joseph was once he passed away but there was a time they were living in Goshen in the best land in Egypt so they wasn't enslaved right away either okay they didn't started getting enslaved and getting afflicted until after Joseph had passed away. New and Pharaoh. That, it was like a hundred and the, 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 the affliction lasted about a hundred years. You know, see, I've always been told that, you know, like we're all God's children. You know, everybody, you know, God loves us all. 
So somebody that has that has be <clears throat> believed that they're Christian or that they're Jewish, but they don't, they're not part of this of this group of, of chosen. You know, what are what what are they supposed to do with you know with their life? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, if if you spent your whole life believing that hey, you know, God has a promise that if I'm baptized and I'm saved, I'm going to heaven. You know, is is heaven for everyone, or is heaven for only God's chosen? Well, uh, there's gonna there's gonna be uh, the the kingdom is is for Israelites and their servants. Okay, so the 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 rulership is gonna be Israelites, uh, the twelve the twelve apostles, the twelve tribes. When you when you read in Revelation, it 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 has twelve gates to the kingdom. Each gate has a name of an of the of the twelve tribes of Israel. Okay, now that does not mean that the strangers, those who uh, are not part of the covenant, mm -hmm. can also come in because wherever they sojourn, they can also uh, enter into with that particular tribe with that people. But they have to cleave to the house of Jacob. I can I can I can back this up. With and the foundation is what. The foundation is Torah. The foundation is Torah and it's the twelve Messiah. apostles. We were talking about. Oh yeah, the foundation of twelve, 12 apostles. Twelve right. apostles, right? And then there's the hundred and forty-four that they talk about it. I think seven and then fourteen, right? Yeah, um, Revelation four, seven. Revelation right. What 14. is the important thing about those twelve tribes? The important and seven. In, in, in Revelation seven. Yeah. Well, there's going to be twelve thousand from each twelve thousand okay. from each tribe. That's um and, they're 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 like the rulers, the governors. Okay, you know what, what and what change and what changes from fourteen to seven? What changes from fourteen to seven? What about those twelve tribes. Uh, I don't know. They finally accept Jesus. Well, I mean, I don't see it. I don't see it that way. Can Just read it. They finally accept Jesus. Right. And, and seven, and if you're reading seven, that's twelve. Those twelve thousand that come from the twelve tribes. Right. You know, they accept God. They have a mark of God on them. But when you get to fourteen, they have the mark of God and Jesus. So there's an acceptance that comes in, and this is where I was leading earlier today about the new covenant, mm -hmm. about the things that go in the New Testament. And if you'd finished reading uh, Jeremiah there. 31, 31 through 34, or you went to Deuteronomy 29, 1, and then you read 9 and 15. It kind of pulls some of that together, you know. Yeah, I don't it. see it that way, though. Okay, you don't. I don't. Uh, as far as, like, the mark, I mean, the seal, the the, the sealing of the uh, 144,000, you, 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 I don't, you, there's no way someone who, you know, as far as from my scriptures understanding, the elect, are those who are keeping Torah and and have faith in the Messiah. There's no marking. I don't see no marking happening. Uh, cause like the tave, the tave, the blood. You know what I'm saying? You have mm -hmm. to be under the blood. You know what I'm saying? The and 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 when you read Revelation 14, it says that you know, about the uh, about the 144,000. It said they have no a gal in their mouths. They're mm -hmm. they're uh, uh, without fault, without blame. You can't be without fault, without blame, without believing in the Messiah, because that's who takes away our sin. He's he's our covering. So at Revelation seven, the hundred forty-four thousand are those who already believe in the Messiah and is keeping Torah. If the the 
those who well, that's not a different set of 144,000. That's the same. It's the same. Okay. It's the same. It's the same. But you'll notice mark of God. Yeah. Mark of God and Jesus. Right. It's they, they, okay. it's, it's, it's synonymous together. Okay. Now, so, so I don't see. I don't. It's it's gonna it's it's the it's gonna be tight on Christians. I don't. I most high is gonna have you know mercy on whom you can have mercy on, but Christians uh, who are not keeping Torah, you know, eating anything they want and stuff like that, it's it's gonna be tight on them. Okay, and and from I don't know everything, but I'm I'm still learning everything like that. But I look at Christians as the rebels who are not going to enter into the kingdom. What I read in uh, Ezekiel chapter twenty, verse thirty-three. Okay, he said they was. He said I will bring them out from where they in where they where they where they uh, scattered, but they should not enter the land. Now rebels are those who are rebelling against a system, of rebelling against um, the truth. And the uh, Apocrypha and the Maccabees, the rebels at that time, they were rebellious Jews who thought to themselves to be like the Greeks. So they started building auditoriums. They started doing things like the Greeks. So that's part of the whole uh, Christianity that's now in the majority of the churches. You know, the Bible calls it really like whorehouses. The Sunday churches and stuff like that. The Ten Commandments is just totally just broken. It's a, it's, it's an idol because Jesus is an idol. The white watch Jesus with a whole different philosophy and doctrine is they created the idol out that man. Yep. That's a Caesar Borgia. That's an image of the Pope Alexander's son. Okay, and it talks about that in Maccabees. And then the Pope's uh, Roman Church confessed with their own mouth from changing the Sabbath into Sunday. Okay, which was Baal worship and Sunday worship, and then Christmas, go all back to Babylon, go back to Nimrod, uh, Easter or uh, Eshtar, uh, the pagan goddess, uh, uh, Rome, and it, there's different names in different nations. But the only thing the Romans did is that the the, the uh, pagan practices that they were they were doing, they just changed the names and made it and try to Christianize it. You know, and it and that's why in Revelations um eighteen four to five, he's saying that come from out of Babylon, my people, at least you receive of its plagues. It's the most high pleading with his people, okay, we come out of Babylon. What does that mean to come out of Babylon? We can't come out of a, a specific location. We he's not saying come out of America, not come out of the world, uh totally as physically, mm -hmm. but it's the doctrines. Okay, Revelation 17, 18 talks about the doctrines and the sorcery that the mother of all harlots has made the nations drunk and the peoples of the sea, multitude of people made them drunk and intoxicated with the wine of her fornication, okay, and adultery. That is the doctrines, the poisonous doctrines that, you know, when we bring the truth, you know what I'm saying, people can't receive it. It's offensive. But at the end of the day, you know, they'll be offended by God be offending god but you know they, like they easter like easter or esther because esther or esther easter esther esther mm -hmm. that's the mother of tammuz right uh the mother of tammuz I, I i don't know if it's who if she's the mother but uh, um tammuz is the, is the is the woman so i think you may be right 
uh, she's the mother to Moose, and and uh, Nimrod is the father. Uh, Samaria's has different names, right? But the, okay, and then because um, I noticed it in the Hebrew calendar, even in the civic calendar or secular calendar, and even in their, you know, their their uh, ecclesiastical calendar, they have months named to Moose. That's, that's a lot of that stuff is pagan. Right, right. I'm just saying, but so so there's offenses on both sides, you know, and this is and what, who calendar. Hebrew calendar. I don't know what Hebrew you're talking about. I said the Hebrew calendar. If you go to the Hebrew calendar, you just type in Tammuz month, you know, Hebrew calendar, you'll find it. Oh, well, I, mean, I mean, this is like I said, if you choose to. But I'm that's, not just if you choose to, but I'm saying there's pagan things. Hebrews? Is it the white people Hebrews, pale people Hebrews? Because I have my own calendar. I don't have Tammuz in my calendar. I, no, I okay, the Hebrew calendar. Okay, it's the Hebrew calendar. I pull up the Hebrew calendar, and I'm not saying that I know enough about the different, you know, factions, whether you're Hasidic, Akhenazi, or anything like that. Um, what I do know is that if you pull that up, and if you can find Nissan, you should be able to find Tammuz, you know. So that's one of those things. It's just that I, I would hate partial information to be shared. And there hasn't been mistakes made by, which is, you know, walking in faith and, you know, and taking this journey as people getting the correctness and getting the truth. Um, I don't know any Israelites that's, that's praying for Tammuz. Or well, I don't know if they, I don't know any Christians that are either. Now, there's some holidays out there. I mean, even the, 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 the Sucketh. The celebration of the booths is a former Canaanite thing. Now, when he puts you in the land, he tells you how you're going to have to govern and how to govern this situation if you're going to be in this land and you're going to have these people coming down here. Now, I've heard you say that you've gone to the Greek Septuagint and that you've gone to the Sumerian text. Now, these are people that you say are a problem for Christians following the Greek way of things. But you yourself said you're going to some Greek learning and some Sumerian things. I can't think of it. You people that were rougher on or despised more by Jews or Israelites. Hence the, hence the, you know, the thing about the, you know, the Samaritan, the good Samaritan. This isn't to draw conflict. No, it's, this is this is about. The Greeks didn't write the Septuagint. It was, okay, it was written by 70 okay, uh, Jews. Okay, whatever. Still the Greek. It's just, it's just, oh, just the a title. word, you know, yeah, just a word. Okay, but it did. I just want to make sure people have a clearer understanding of that religion is something that you have a personal relationship with the Most High in. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to no man. Always have that relationship, relationship, and seek that information for yourself and read it thoroughly. Not just a paragraph, read the whole section, well, that, and then and that. then go study it. See, this is this is the thing. Study it. Don't just sit up in nobody's church or anybody's assembly or anybody's kingdom hall or anybody's temple and just listen to who's up there. Get that word, study that word, divide that word, man, and research everything in it. And have your relationship, an informed relationship with the Most High God. Well, one, you know, coming again from the layman's perspective, you know, when when you're talking to someone that that doesn't even have a basis to even start their research and reading and stuff, you know, you know that that's where that that's where the church and 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 having having biblical mentors 
you know, kind of give you that basic instruction and, and hopefully they pique your interest enough to, to the point where you want to start doing research on yourself or for yourself. But you can't, you know, to, to tell people that, that aren't in the church, whether it's, whether it's an Israelite, a, a Muslim or a Christian or whatever, you know, it, you, you know, to tell people to go out and, and, and find information for yourself. It, it, I mean, that's not that that's that's asking something that that's not ever you know it's a responsibility because I I mean I went to private school my whole life and I know a little bit you know and I and I know that the Bible tells Christians to go out and make disciples of all nations it doesn't tell people it doesn't tell the layman to come and find Christians and then have the Christians tell you to go back and find your own information right you know it's your responsibility as a as a person that that, that understands and, and has some knowledge to to put that out there. And, 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 and try to bring people to you Knock You're mm. going to have to knock too That's why I well, said it's important Don't just sit back And just listen no, but, the, but it doesn't, but it doesn't it, tell it, people You're but, saying but knock it's, it, it doesn't tell people to knock It tells you But you got a, to read Christian, You know, you, you got to read well, You know it's something You know it's a free will thing man Like you can't go out right. there And bust people over their head He'll even tell you man If somebody doesn't listen To what you got to say Busted dust know, off your head. The, prob like the, 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 the problem is, is people the problem aren't is taking the messages to the people. You know, I mean, everybody. No, no. I mean, because to, to go. Did to I church, invite you? Huh? Did I invite you? you? You have invited me, but but maybe, but, but like I said a second ago, Steve, maybe you're not giving. Maybe you're not piquing my interest okay. at this level to even get me to the church. Okay. See, sometimes, sometimes you have to, you know, as a Christian or anybody that that's in any any kind of spiritual realm or spiritual thought. You know, if you if you want people to follow and you want people to 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 be you know be curious about what it is you're talking about, you know, you have to put that out there to to make them say, hey, something in my life is missing that I can find here. Okay. Let me, you know, and then once I get there, and and you and you give me the you you give me the book, yeah, then it's my responsibility to start turning the pages. Okay, I mean, I agree with that, and I'm not saying I'm doing the type of job. That I I'm should be. The, oh, no, 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 I am. I'm saying me personally. I said I. I didn't say that you. I said I. I'm not saying that I probably doing the best job that I possibly could do, but I got you to come to church. I, I got you. I got you to come to Bible study. I got you to come to a breakfast. I got you to pass that information on but to you your know, step. Hold up to your stepfather. You passing that step information on to your stepfather, put me in touch with your son. Because I was in touch with your son, me and this man across from the table from me have had the chance to break bread, mm -hmm. share the word, laugh, and disagree, and still have relationship. That's true. Still have relationship. And that is more important to me because I don't sit where I'm at without growing to know more. Know more about history. History about this thing. Hanging out with this man. And we won't always agree. But we still have relationship. Yeah. Those things are important. You so know. I hope I piqued your interest just a little bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, my horizon. No, I mean, do you, what do you think about my, what I'm my saying? My horizon broadened because of it. I, what I, what, well, for me, I, uh, you know, with the whole thing with uh, just church, man. I'm totally against it, man. I'm not gonna be a no supporter. I'm, I, I just can't sugarcoat it. I'm, I'm, I'm against um, all Sunday churches, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I love my people, 
But Sunday churches, I just, my opinion, man, is of the devil, man. Uh, the devil came in, man, and people don't recognize it. People just in love, love with their religion and 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 the people that they've like the, that they've been associated with for so long, and and just 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 can't shake it, man. So you so your idea is to just like like just study for yourself and just kind of have that personal relationship because I always the Bible says where there's two men that that's where I'll be right I mean yeah. so so I mean you know we're we're two or more are gathered. gathered he's in the midst you know yeah. so so I mean if you're not if you're not putting yourself in congregation or putting yourself in 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 in, in around other like-minded people do you believe that 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 God is hearing what it is that you're that you're asking or saying to him Man, it's, it's, I've I've my most powerful experiences that I've had was just me by myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't have uh, revelations. You know what I'm saying? Visions of the Messiah just really speak to me by myself. So I mean, I could tell you about it and stuff like that. Um, was, you know, I had some powerful things happen, but I would just tell you, man, that um, he knows us. Okay, he's waiting for us you know, to, to call on him, man. And however we have to do that, man, is, is, you know, it's something we may have to get desperate, you know what I'm saying? Uh, fast or, you know, get on our knees, man. And, and, and recognize what sin is and, and ask questions like reveal yourself to me, help me with this. You know, I really want to know, I need to hear you, you know, we got to be bold. We got to go before the throne bold, man. Beseech. And, and, at the, and at the same time, you know, I'll have to say that, you know, whatever whatever we do, don't go to no churches. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going backwards. The churches are teaching lies, period. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know what I'm well, saying? And, and I just not everything that the scripture's saying is – you know what I'm saying? They they have a way of 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 dancing around. Only time, you know, I've been in it for a long time. You can come out the New Testament and read some stuff. Only time someone will go into the Old Testament is to have a story, and to tie it in with the with the New Testament. You know what I'm saying? It's just gonna be a little example, but you're not gonna go about the people. You're not gonna go to history. You're not gonna go about prophecy. You can't not know prophecy and understand prophecy without knowing who the people are whatsoever. And really quick, I want to um, share a scripture and then uh, a reference real quick, uh, really quick. And then um, uh, we can still open some more. I love my people. I love Christians, man. Well, I talk to a lot of Christians, talk to my pastor, you know what I'm saying? My bishop, uh, my old bishop, a lot of people. It's, they, it's like it's it's like a, a fog man it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, like, it's like it's like it's it's like a zone like you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and people will talk you know what i'm saying but yeah. then they start going like here it's like you ain't understanding nothing i'm saying it's like we got to save ourselves we keep we going to bail houses and he's saying we, we it ain't that much love you know what i'm saying we got to save ourselves okay you got to be separate you know he said be he separate but we going to, it's not we're not separate separating ourselves from, from people because we don't like people we think we better than them no we're trying to save ourselves and we can't joke with that we got to renew our minds because the doctrines that we've been getting from comes from slavery the, the christian the whole christian doctrines let me just read man well, i this, believe that this is this is um uh america being the latest and most accurate description of the new world by john ogilby okay john ogilby 
he was a uh, what's it called cartographer uh, uh, a cartographer or something like that he um chartographer did maps did maps and stuff like that for the kings and uh uh Europe <laughs> and stuff like that mm-hmm. for, for for uh royalty for royals and stuff he he was he was he's a credible resource okay and this book was um written in 1671 and there's a paragraph here it says that John the 3rd king of portugal sent a colony thither above 200 years before whom though the unwholesome hair destroyed air destroyed yet the place was not left desolate for he sent new inhabitants who first settled in guinea next in angola and lastly on the island of saint tome this is west africa that so they may be better used to the air that the said king sold all those jews for slaves that refused to embrace the Roman religion and caused the children to be baptized from whom coming thither in great numbers, most of the present inhabitants were descended. So hmm. during the time of the Inquisition, uh, there was a plague broke out. There's, I got another reference here about the plague, plague break broke out and things like that, but it was overall on all the black Jews, okay? It was a fulfillment of the curses of Deuteronomy 15 and 68. 1568 tells us who we are but if we don't know the history of the inquisition we think of spanish inquisition first we think we're like spaniards and mexicans or something like that Mm -hmm. but spain and portugal was full of moors and full of uh black jews and other people it was it was multicultural but there's a lot of black jews there there were over 800 something thousand were expelled from just the iberia peninsula Mm. and and went to uh, uh abandoned to west africa Okay, so in Isaiah uh, 11, and it says right here, it says, um, eleven eleven. he said, in, it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam, Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Okay, so he's going to gather his people a second time, a second exodus that's going to come. This is, this is what we can expect because it's prophecy and we coming close to that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, our 400 years is up. That's debatable. You can check out the video. You want to more information on it hit me up i'll send it i'm up all night okay i'm up all night when anybody need me any questions i'm going in i I labor with this um so he's gonna gather judah from the dispersed of judah from the four corners of earth the black jews these was jews jewish inhabitants that were on west west africa i have a map from uh uh alan godby godby uh, a Duke professor from 1926 to 1932. He was uh, uh, he he was the uh, chairman of professors to the School of Divinity at Duke University, and he has a map of Africa um, with all the original um, like Jews, all the colonies, Jews, mm-hmm. Jews, Jews, uh, Negro Jews, uh, uh, Lamb Lamb, all these different tribes, West. All that West Africa, South, it was, we were, Sub-Saharan was full of the black Jews who went into the transatlantic slave trade. And then, and then uh, Benin, 
West Africa, the biggest slave port right there, uh, still there called uh, Place of No Return, Door of No Return, what they went through. This is where Judah was dispersed to the four corners of the earth. And he said he's going to gather them from the four corners of the earth. Mm -hmm. As Judah went to the four corners of the earth, okay, if they, he's going to gather them from the four corners of the earth where they dispersed, that didn't happen to those who call themselves Jews that's in the land right now. They just came from one place from the north and, and you know what I'm saying, walked into the in, into so-called Israel. No, they're going to come from the four corners. Of, we're going to come from the four corners of the earth where we've been scattered in the last days. And when I say, um, you know, um, about the churches, they're not going to, they're not going to, there's a lot of stuff they, they're going to stay away from because with the, what, what, what the slave masters, what they did is they, they instilled this stuff in us. They took, they took our names and languages, our heritage. It's, see, when I say, when I say verse by verse, okay, we can exegete the text, but then there's curveballs as well. Like, look at this. Let me just, oh, let me just, let me just, um, there's another curveball right here. Jeremiah 17, another curveball, and this is, and you, you wouldn't understand if, if we could really know what he's talking about. 17, uh, 17, 4, he says here, he said, and you, even yourself, shall let go of your heritage, which I gave you, or discontinue. So Jeremiah is prophesying to Judah, Judah's sins and punishment. He said, you will discontinue from your heritage that I have given you. All right. And then Baruch. His scribe. Huh? His scribe. Yeah, Baruch. Is, he's, he's also a prophet because you got first Baruch, second Baruch, mm -hmm. and third Baruch. Where he's, he, he's, um, he got some major prophecies that he's, um, man, I, I got to get in this. See, I hate going this. Now, what book is this you're referring to it's here? The Apocrypha. This is the, the Apocrypha. Apocrypha. Uh, Baruch, Baruch, Baruch. Baruch 2. He says, uh, For I knew that they would not hear me, because it is a stiff-necked people. But in the land of their captivities, they shall remember themselves. Okay? He said, I knew they would not hear me. You know what I'm saying? We, he said, talk to the people. Uh -huh. Those that, those, those, you know what I'm saying? They will not listen to you because they are stiff-necked people. He said, I knew they wouldn't hear, but they will remember themselves in the land of their captivities. Who's remember themselves in the land of their captivities? You know what I'm saying? The place of our exile. Okay, we came here by ships. My ancestors, we came here by ships. Uh -huh. Okay, we're still in the land of where we was cap taken captive. Okay? Yeah. And we're remembering ourselves now. He said, but they should remember themselves, and they should know that I am Yahuwah Elohim. For I will give them a heart and ears to hear, and they shall praise me in the land of their captivity and think upon my name and return from their stiff neck and from their wicked deeds. For they shall rem remember the way of their fathers with sin before Yahuwah, and I will bring them again into the land which I promised with an oath unto their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they shall be lords over it. And I will increase them, and they shall not be diminished, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them to be their Elohim, and they shall be my people, and I will no more drive my people of Yasharel or Israel out of, out of the land that I have given them. Okay, so there's a lot of these apocryphal books, a lot of these other books that goes right along, and, and when you get to like the 
King, J, King James 1611 or the Geneva or 1526 Bible, they have cross-references like this, okay? They have cross-references cross and precepts on the side with scriptures. And you go to them, they they quoting different things from like the Apocrypha. You know, so you see Ezra on there, you see, you know, Baruch, you see Maccabees, you know what I'm saying? They, they quoting... Uh, that was going to be my up. next question because a lot of a lot of people I think would just discredit the apocrypha. They yeah. would probably, you know, oh, that, those. How do we know that those are real books of the Bible? But so you're saying there's references in the Bible. They're not books of the Bible. What they call them is the books left out of the Bible. Well, I know, but if that if, if they were if they were left out, they were left out by someone. But if it's God's word, it, it, it was part of the original writing, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. But somebody chose to somebody chose to just remove them. Right, they assembled the Bible. You know, they had the theologians come together, you know, the Greek Jewish scholars or whatever, or not the Greek, but the Jewish or Israeli uh, scholars, Hebrew scholars, come together and they assembled and deemed what were the right books, what were the books were actually divided. I know, I wonder, but I'm wondering what, 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 basis, they, what basis they used to, hide to remove it, that. To, to, to hide the truth because they said, well, the scriptures what, say the, the, the world has been given over to the wicked, right? It's the Israel, you know, Jewish people, the Hebrews. I don't. What I don't. What, what was that? This is Hebrews, right? Assembled most of this Bible, or the most of the writings of the books that we pull from, oh, right? Well, I mean, we're, we're talking. We're talking about um, every book was written by a, he, a Israelite, okay. okay? But what we have that's been canonized, right, mm -hmm. by 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 the Roman Church, was their doing, okay, to to hide the truth, all right, um, and. Um, because the fourth kingdom, it talks about the fourth kingdom. We have to understand, you know, prophecies of Daniel, Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 7, you know, Baruch uh, 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 chapter 39. You know, a lot of these books talks about even Revelation, Revelation 13 and Revelation 17. You know, Revelation 13 talks about uh, the first beast. With the multiple heads, that's the uh, European uh, Confederacy of nations, the ten different nations, and the the three Aryan nations that the uh, Rome, the Vatican plucked up. Okay, and now he got three crowns on his head. And then when the beast head was uh, uh, received a deadly head wound, but then was healed in Revelation 13, that's talking about uh, the Vatican and 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 the rest of the EU nation because in 1929. That's when uh, the, the Laterian uh, Treaty was made, when the Vatican became a sovereign state again after uh, almost 100 and some years in 1798. After mm. Pope Pius, it was, it was no longer in rulership when Pope Pius was killed and taken into captivity. Okay? Yeah. Then, then in, in then 1929, the Vatican became a sovereign, sovereign nation again with its confederacy. And now the, the second beast came up in Revelation 13. It talks about it being like a lamb with two horns, uh, but with a mouth like a dragon. And I lined that up to be America. It's, it's all part of the fourth kingdom, but uh, America is now the image of Rome. And, and America is going to be, it's, gonna, it's, it's like the, uh, the military force that's really trying to... Uh, 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 bring control and bring order to to the different nations. Hmm. 
Well, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, nah, I mean, well, we yeah, we could probably we should probably do a part two on on, on this discussion, man, at some point. You know, because like I said, for me, I mean, you know, it piques my interest, man. I'm I'm sitting here listening to what you're talking about. I because like I said, I had never even seen that seen the apocrypha. You know, you know what I'm saying? Look, this guy, this guy. I mean, this guy. The wisdom was look. look I've never even you? really. I mean, until recently, I think Wesley might have mentioned something before. Steve might have mentioned something, but I, I, you know, until recently, I had never even heard of an apocrypha. This one has. This, let me show you something, Dad. This one, this one has the, uh, this one has uh, Enoch. This, 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 this guy Enoch, Jasher, Jubilees. Um, yeah, look there. What's it, what's that you see there? No, you talking about the red one there? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you know what that is, right? The red one, top. The, the, the app. Yeah, the Seifert. Mm-hmm. What is is that the is that this? Yeah, that's same same as this. I got it right here too. Yeah. No, I mean so I, don't I think I don't study when I study. No, I, I know study. I know you study, man. That's why I, I you know like I said this conversation. Yeah. That, that one ain't real, man. <laughs> no, no, <I'm> just <laughs> See, look at this. Uh, wisdom of, wisdom of Solomon in the apocrypha right here. This the book is talking. The book is talking about us, man. What's crazy is that. What 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 it what 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 happened to us, man? How we came up under these circumstances, okay? You could just read it. Then shall the righteous man stand in great boldness before the face of such as have afflicted him, and made no account of his labors. When they see it, they shall be troubled with terrible fear, and shall be amazed at the strangeness of his salvation, so far beyond all that they looked for. And they repenting and groaning for anguish of the spirit shall say within themselves, This was he whom we had sometimes in derision, and the proverb of reproach. We fools account his life madness and his end to be without honor. That's what they're gonna say after two hundred and some years of no reparations, you know, uh, <laughs> being 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 a reproach and being considered fools. And then at the end, how is he counted as the sons of God? Jeremiah, here's another one. Jeremiah sixteen nineteen. Check this one out. Now, when you when you understand who he's talking about, you know, what I'm saying it makes sense. Genesis, uh, I mean Jeremiah sixteen nineteen, and it says. O Lord, my strength and my fortress, my refuge in the day of affliction. The Gentiles shall come to you from the ends of the earth and say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, worthless and unprofitable things. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, during this Gentile rulership, because in Luke 21, See when you it, it, when you get this revelation, man. You can't. <laughs> check it out, check it out, check it out. Look at this. Look at this. It says right this. It says, it says, um. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. Okay, he's talking about our ancestors, mm-hmm. and they will fall by the edge of the sword. And be led away captive into all nations. We were led away captive with yokes of iron on our necks, our ancestors, man. You know what I'm saying? With chains shackled in boats like sardines. 
right? Yeah. So they were led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. So Jerusalem is going to be trampled, not only the people, but the, but the uh, country too. It's going to be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. So there's an end in coming, a fulfillment of their time. You know, and right now, as Daniel, Daniel and the other um, scriptures talk about this fourth kingdom that we're in, all right, it's the time of the Gentiles is about to be over, and the transition of the new age has come. That's why it's important, because when the new age began, all right, and it's and, and the time of justice began to grow, it's going to be a different, the, the grace is going to be done with. You know, right now, this, we're in a period of grace. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you got a mortgage and you, and you got to pay your mortgage and stuff like that, you got a, a, a grace period, you know what I'm saying, before it's delinquent. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go on the foreclosure process. Right now, we're in a grace period. But the grace period is going to be over with. So we got to have an understanding, you know what I'm saying, of these laws, statutes, and commandments and the truth and get into the truth. All right? Because the Gentiles and the wicked has been ruling and been lying and been planting, you know what I'm saying? Every, every, you know, I don't have nothing against anybody. It's just the truth. But every denomination that came out of, that was birthed out of the Roman Catholic Church, there's a, there's a European over that, that doctrine, over that, that religion. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then a black man maybe made an offshoot, you know, offshoot from that. You know what I'm saying, and started uh, started something else, but the doctrine's still the same. But they got guidelines that they gotta follow. The guidelines they gotta follow, and it's still and fundamentally it's still the same because it's the same replacement theology. It's the same, you know, uh, uh, lawlessness. Okay, now you can change the word because when the Messiah said, uh, when my, when "Messiah said, get away from me, you workers." Uh, you, you 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 workers of lawlessness or you lawless ones. The Torah is very crucial. The Torah, we got to keep that Torah, man, and 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 um, and the faith in the Messiah. What king don't have a law? You know what I'm saying? There's there's you can't have a king if you don't have laws, statutes, and commandment that governs your kingdom. Mm. If, okay, it's not gonna be just grace. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, everybody do as they please, like mm -hmm. the time of judges. Everybody do what's right in their own eyes. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be like that, yeah. and it's a it's time we got to really prepare ourselves, get into the truth, man. Well, don't you think most, <laughs> I mean, even in, even in, and this is why I say the tie in between the old and the new, we can't take the old and then do away from the new Testament. Because if we read from that same Galatians three towards the end, he said, there's no such thing as Jew or Gentile. No thing is rich as poor. No thing is male or female, but yeah, you workers are his, right? But you working but for him. Up. That's true. That's true. And a lot of that, that he was talking about Jew or Gentile. When you look at the uh, uh, in the concordance, or you go back to uh, the dictionary, even the Gentiles, like Paul, a lot of the Gentiles were Israelites. You know, so they became like the Greeks. They became like the other nations. So a Gentile can also include Israel, who forget who they are. So if I don't know who I am, if I'm not, mm -hmm. if I'm not keeping Torah, if I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, if I don't know who I am, mm -hmm. I become a Gentile. To the most high. And just like, you know, the sons, when we talk about the priests, you look at what is it? Uh, Hosea? Uh, no, nah, Aaron's sons. Abahu and uh, what is it? Nabu? Nadu, whatever his sons were, rushing through their priestly duties in Levi, uh, Leviticus 10. 
Yeah, I believe it's Leviticus 10, however, they're rushing through there, and I think it might be the 8th verse, 10th or the 8th verse, how they're rushing through service and they're not serving right. You know, just as Hebrew, Jewish, or Israelite as they want to be, but missteps caused them to be burnt up exactly. immediately. So, I mean, it's it's about getting people focused where they need to be on the most high. You know, I think both, you know, both sets of people or both groups of people get caught up in expectation and tradition, hence the Easter's and some of the other things that are done, man. And we're not following the command of the most high. See, obedience to his commands is above all else. Not what my church or this temple or this assembly thinks, man. What this man expects from me, what they have traditionally done, our commands are before us. You know, let me ask. Um, yeah, what do you, now? Do you believe that it's important for you as someone that's awakened and, you know, as far as you know, with, you know, your your understanding of the Bible? Do you think it's important for you to help to to inform and grow God's kingdom? You know, because you Definitely. say that you you say that you don't like you know you don't affiliate with any church and you're actually like openly against affiliating with the church. So, what do you do? to to bring about this awareness that you have to to other people well i i minister on the, i minister on the street you know what i'm saying sometimes i just go out and be talking to people you know and are saying? people pretty receptive to it um, uh, i have videos on my youtube of, of me talking to people and stuff like that and there's a lot there's people out there that's woke there's well, younger people and older people i was talking to a guard uh over by the city center where the city center used to be at nicolet and uh, he's an older, older guy, and he was, he was schooling me, in the truth. And I, we, <laughs> I could do a celebrate. I was like, oh, praise the Lord, you know. What I'm saying. And then I get into some younger cats too, and they will tell you, man, we, we the Jews, man. And people, people they ain't going to. They, people waking up. They's not going to these churches, man. And 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 I'm 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 excited excited me man that we do we still be cleaving well, to, to this. I'll tell you this I mean because like Wesley he'll he'll talk to my stepdad or his grandfather about stuff now he's in his 80s and I mean he he seems pretty receptive to a lot of what 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 Wesley informs him of so you know I mean it is it, it you know it can work and see and that's the thing with me is. You know, I believe that if you're if you're gonna base your whole existence in everything that you believe in 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 in, in God or whatever, I, I don't know why anyone would want to only have half truth, or even a partial truth. Yeah, you know, I think it's so important to to you know, like Steve is always saying, research and find what it is, find the truth for yourself. But see, a lot of these scriptures that that you that you've come up with today, I'm talking about even the stuff in the in the actual you know mm -hmm. King James Version Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, are, are scriptures that I don't ever remember even hearing. You, you know what I'm saying? Read though, you got no, to I, read. No, I understand that, but no, and, and, but but sometimes it does, Steve. That's why people. That's why you go to school as a first grader to so that you can mm -hmm. learn what 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 the teacher's going to teach you in first why, grade. You know, so it's right. important for people that, that have knowledge to 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 share share what they know. Now, you, I mean, of course, you you can't sit there and hold someone's hand all the way through their learn through their growing process, man. But but you have to get a person to a point where they can where where they can walk for themselves. I mean, you know, like I said, you're talking about somebody, Steve, that has been removed from the church for 
most of my life. It's I mean, I think most of my, I think most of my life, I went the times that I did go to church. I went to church because my parents expected me to go to church. Expectation. You know, but since I've been an adult, I, I haven't I haven't been active in any church. I mean, I'll I'll go to I'll visit a church here and there, and you know, but but as far as me being in a church, I can't say that I made that choice for myself. To, to seek knowledge, uh, you know, to seek knowledge. I, I mean, I'm going to admit that. And I think there's a lot of people just like me out there that can be that, that can be won over if, if people can, for one thing, you know, you have to live by what, what it is you're, you're saying. I mean, you can't, you can't sit there and, 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 and tell me or tell somebody that, that thinks like me to, uh, you know, to, 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 you know, about God and about his love and about all these things, great things that he does. But then, but then you turn around and you show me that you're no different than me. You know, you have to, you, you, I'm a person that believes that you, you got to live by example, man. If you're going to be somebody that, 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 that's telling me to, to follow, you know, God and look at God and pay attention, you know, I, I'm, I think I am, I, I'm, I'm truly open to that. Well, I put it like this here. Somewhere along the line, man, you keep getting tapped on your shoulder. You keep getting <laughs> tapped on your shoulder. You specifically. I'm talking to you. I ain't talking about people in general. I'm talking about you. No, that, I hear you. Okay? Somewhere along the line, you have to answer because you've already said, I want to get back into church. I want to find a small I church. I want to find a church where I can contribute. See, and, See and, I, and I thought about it. My, my, my oldest son, I, I went At that him. point there, as big as you are, you know, as little as I am, I cannot drag you. <laughs> you know, at some point in time, you're going to have to answer that. See, that ain't nobody speaking to you but your higher power, man. You know what God's speaking to you, talking about, I need you. Yeah, now, you want to start a fellowship, man, and go out here and, and reach, the, reach? I can teach. I can help teach and stuff like that. See, I'm not, I'll be honest. I'm not at a, I'm not at a, at a point where I would feel comfortable you know, I, I'm someone that needs to be reined in. I can't go try to rein other people in until I'm reined in. You see what I'm saying? I mean, so I'm the, I'm the kind of person. That, I can give you some resources. <laughs> just, just have information you like. Let me. I got another quick scripture right here, right quick, man. Look at this. Um, this is Ezra. We got five minutes. Okay, real quick, Ezra. Uh, it says, um, "Behold," says Yahuwah, "I will bring plagues upon the world: the sword, famine, death, and destruction." For wickedness has exceedingly polluted the whole earth, and their hurtful works are fulfilled. Therefore, it says, Yah, I will hold my tongue no more as touching their wickedness, which they profanely commit. Neither will I suffer them in those things in which their wickedness exercised. Okay, the innocent righteous blood cries unto me, and the souls of the just complain continually. And therefore, it says, Yah, I will surely avenge them, and receive unto me all the innocent blood from among them. Behold. My people is led as flock to the slaughter. I will not suffer them now to dwell in the land of Egypt, but I will bring them with a mighty hand and a stretch out arm and smite Egypt with plagues as before and will destroy all the land thereof. It's just like we read in the other one, like he's going to gather people from Egypt, he's going to destroy this place. Um, and we read in Joel up in here, he's pleading for his people. He's pleading He's pleading right here. Uh, uh, no, Joel, not Joel. Why you look for that? Why you look for that? I want. Could I add, read this little counterpart to the Deuteronomy? Since mm -hmm. we never got to that earlier in the thing, this was Deuteronomy twenty-nine. I'll start at the ninth verse and run through the fifteenth real quick. And uh, 
actually I'll, I'll start at one and then jump there. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites of Moab in addition to the covenant he made with them in Horeb. Starting at the ninth verse, now that was one, Deuteronomy 29. Carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything you do. All of you are standing today in the presence of the Lord your God, your leaders, your chief men, your elders, your officials, and all other men of Israel, together with your children and your wives and the foreigners living in your camps who chop wood and carry your water. You are standing here in order to enter into a covenant with the Lord your God, a covenant with Lord the Lord is making with you this day and sealing with an oath to confirm you this day as his people that he may be your God as he promised you and as he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm making this covenant with you, I mean, making this covenant with its oath, not only to you, who are standing here with us today in the presence of the Lord, our God, but also with those who are not here today. You yourselves know how you lived in Egypt and how you passed through the countries on your way here. You saw them, you, you saw among them their detestable images and idols of wood and stone, silver and gold. Make sure there's no man or woman clan or tribe among you today whose heart turns away from the Lord your God and worships other gods. Amen. Very, very inclusive covenant. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. yeah me and, me and uh, Wes, me and Wes, um, we, we made a video uh, about uh, going to like uh, several scriptures called Can the Strangers Be Saved or Can the Gentiles? And I think it's still on my, um, you can go to my, um, uh, website. It's on the um, website. Well, that's what I was going to do. Um, oh, we, do you want to? Yeah, yeah, but uh, let, let me go ahead and have them just give it to people. Um, you know, if you, if you have a, like an a email address or what, what uh, any other way that people can follow you. Like, I know you said something about street ministries or street. Yeah, uh, uh, I, have, I have like on the website uh, straightstreetwork.com and you can find me, uh, connect with me there, contact uh, through there, uh, hit, hit my email up. Um, I have music on there. I have uh, uh, shirts and sweaters um, and uh, resources. I have free download, downloadable books, you know, great historical uh, accounts and records. I have uh, scriptures. You can search scriptures. You can search, you know, Apocrypha, Enoch, all these books, and the lost books, and even I got hundreds, hundreds of books. that's not in this one, and this one, this all scripture. You got the library hookup? Uh, like what library? Nah. Who? Nah, Nagamati. Oh, Nagamati. Yeah. Um, I think I have it on there, and and uh, it's another one. Um. Yeah, but I, I I think I might still have that on my phone. But uh, but Nine Kamadi, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, it should be on there. I haven't looked in a, in a, in a minute. If it's not on there, I can add it. But um, it's I mean it's a whole lot of them on there. Um, but yeah, just straightstreetwork.com. Contact me. Get up from there. And uh, get, get any questions or anything like that, I'll, I'll be sure to get back to you, man. But you know, overall, in summary, I can just say, you know, uh, yet yeah, we've been deceived. The truth has been hidden. You know, Baruch, 
Second uh, Baruch, you know, from the Prophet chapter 39 talks about it. You know how the truth shall be hidden. Like when I, just in closing, it says in verse five, it's talking about the fourth kingdom in which we we're in now. The same kingdom that's been going on, you know, since uh, the time of the Romans. Uh, um, and 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 Daniel talks about it. He breaks it down to the the, the four major kingdoms. Mm -hmm. But from the time of Rome up until where we at right now, we're still in the fourth kingdom. But it says that after these things, a fourth kingdom will arise, whose power will be harsh and evil far beyond those which were before it. And it will rule many times as the forest on the plain, and it will hold fast times and will exalt itself more than the cedars of Lebanon, and by it the truth will be hidden. And all those who are polluted with inequity will flee to it. Then said, when it comes to the past, when the time of its consummation that it shall fall has approached, then the principate of my Mashiach, Messiah, will be revealed. Okay, so we've been in a time where the truth has been hidden and it's important you know for all of us man you know to have an understanding uh for ourselves have a personal relationship um try not to be influenced by anybody you know we're all men we're all kings uh women's men whatever the case may be but it is important our salvation can't be tied to any individual it has to be we it, it has to be ourselves and what with the messiah so we're responsible for ourselves. I can't be mad, you know what I'm saying, because I was lied to, because they've been lied to, all right? But the Most High has given us and blessed us in these days right now that we can be awakened and that we can come to our senses and return during this time while we can repent and, and, and have grace because this time is almost over. This age is almost over. And uh, that's just my belief according to the scriptures. And there's going to be a time where you know, uh, we've been down for so long from Egypt, you know, from the Syrian captivity, from the uh, the uh, Babylon, the uh, uh, Medos and per Medes and Persians, the Greeks and the Romans and to where we are right now and different religions. OK, the time is coming that that's going to change and we're going to be on top. And, and the saints, when they talk about saints in the book of Daniel and stuff like that, it's talking about the bloodline. It's talking about the seed of Jacob. It's talking about the Israelites, all right? And and, and those strangers that cleave to us, you know, they're going to be, you know, uh, serving us in the kingdom. They're going to be servants in the kingdom. Some may be counted as sons and daughters, depending on their faith, depending on how, you know, uh, their faith and their, and their works follow them, okay? And that's, that's in uh, Isaiah uh uh 56 verse 1 through 8 it talks about how the gentiles and how they be called can be called sons by keeping the sabbath and having the faith in their works go before them all right but we all had a choice we all you know have have uh have a uh a work to do and no one can do it for us you know there's people to help us and everything like that but at the end of the day you know we're going to stand before god when we die and his word right here is 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 going to be the judge you know what i'm saying his word you know he's going to he's going to judge us by his word either either uh condemn us or bless us and uh righteously so with that you know i just uh thank you guys for having me on man uh you want me back again i'll be here and we can get into some more stuff um good to see you, man. yeah good to see you. likewise 
like well we getting ready for passover too on the 31st so you guys welcome to uh have passover um i'm having it in my place but i don't i don't mind changing it you know what i'm saying to to uh suit whatever the case may be but you know it's it's uh it's a start man if you guys want to you know fellowship you know that's cool too so Thank you for having me again. All right, man. We appreciate you coming on. And for um, just to let everybody know, the song that we usually open up the podcast with it was written and performed by Dawid as well. So, as, you know, if you're looking for somebody to possibly, you know, write write some music for you or do something for you on that tip, he he's available to do that as well. But um, I guess with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off from this podcast. We appreciate you listening. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Dialogue to Destiny. We sincerely hope you enjoyed today's show. All of us here truly appreciate your continued support. A simple way to support our show is by giving this video a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. This free action helps boost the show tremendously. We are committed to improving the content and quality of this podcast and are always open to any and all suggestions. If you wish, you can always contact the host of the show at the email shown on screen or simply leave a comment. Feel free to recommend topics or even guests for future shows. Again, thank you for your support, and we will see you next time on Dialogue to Destiny.